Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. You don't know the power of the dark side. I have a tender spot in my heart. Cripples, bastards, and broken things. What about second breakfast? I have an army. We have a hulk. I solemnly swear that I am up to no good. This is a tasty burger. I'm telling him to suit up. I'm bringing the party to you. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Film Optics Podcast. My name is Christian, and as always, I'm joined by Devin. How are you doing today, buddy? Happy Monday. Yes, it is Monday, and it definitely feels like it. How yeah, doing? I'm, I'm doing pretty good, man. I had a pretty good day at work, honestly. The day kind of flew by, to be completely honest with you. So, I yeah, it was, it was a good day. No complaints from my end. About to watch some uh, football here in a little bit, in a few hours. Hoping uh, go, go Tigers. Oh, go, what? No, dude. They, oh, no, 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 no. It's LSU. I'm rooting for LSU. Well, you see, the thing is, they're both the Tigers. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. So, which but Tigers? I, but, I'm, but I'm also pro LSU. Are you pro Twinsburg Tigers? Uh, <laughs> my, guy, my guy, Joe Burrow, is going to kill it tonight. Yeah, I'm, I'm really hoping they pull through because. Uh, it should have been us, OSU, just saying. But, hey, it is what it is. I can't really complain about it. But, um, anyway, before we uh, begin today's uh, video, um, or not video, excuse me, podcast. Wow, I'm all over the place today, but that's all right. Before- By the way, speak- speaking of football, I'm a lifelong Titans fan. Always have been, always will be. Have you really? They beat, they beat my two most hated teams in the past two weeks. Ravens, yeah, Ravens and the Pats. Hope- I-, I don't know what they're going to do against uh, Kansas, man. It's going to be crazy. Can you imagine if the Titans went to the Super Bowl winning? That would be, be crazy. Ins- the, the, my city's going to set on fire. It's it's oh my gosh. It's, I, it's not it's not already on fire. Yeah, oh man, man, that's very true. Yeah, there's a truck that was on fire. I was just passing by. I'm going to Walmart getting some cleaning supplies, and I look to my left. There's just a truck on fire in a, a Cracker Barrel parking lot, and I was like, cool, whatever. I mean, I I drove in. I was like, okay, you guys know that there is. A truck that's on fire and they're like yeah we know the fire department's on their way I was like okay I'm just making sure because people were just walking in as if nothing was happening whatsoever but I'm glad that nobody was hurt nobody was hurt so that's good but yeah so today we're actually going to be talking about uh, the Oscar nominations they dropped this morning and before we get into that I want to let you guys know that you can listen to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Spotify Stitcher and anchor as well so and you can also follow us um on twitter and instagram all at film optics optics is spelled uh o-p-t-i-x so yeah man let's just dive right in the oscars they're they're live this well not this sunday live on sunday february 9th and today they kind of they, they dropped a really big bomb quite literally i think film twitter is on fire to be completely honest with you yep all day all day it is uh, i i don't know what to say about this fan i mean there's a lot of good that's coming from these nominations and there's a lot of 
not so good. Um, you know, a few things I would change personally, but uh, let's just get into it and we'll kind of just go down the list here. Uh, we won't go through every single category, of course, uh, just the main ones that people are mainly interested in. And, you know, if there's any other categories that we feel that we need to address um, later on, then we'll just go through that for everyone there. So let's just start with the big kahuna, the beginning. Best picture, man. This is... This, this is a stats category. I was like, oh my gosh. Not nine choices. Nine choices. How is the Academy going to choose between nine movies? It's going to be why insane. Not it, why not just make it an even 10? Honestly, understand. yeah. I don't know why they didn't. It's like, okay, you had eight. And it's like, you know what? We got to add a nine. We, we just have to. We got to make it that sweet, uneven number. And it kind of bugs me because there is one movie I would love to see in here. Um, <clears throat> honey boy. Anyway, uh, the, hey, I'm just saying it would have been a nice, e even 10, 10 movies to, uh, films to pick from, but let's just go through the, uh, nominees here for best picture for the Oscars. Uh, we have 1917 Ford versus Ferrari, the Irishman, Jojo rabbit, Joker, little women, marriage story. Once upon a time, dot, dot, dot in Hollywood and parasites so that's pretty no, sweet no charlie's angels no Char i know right <sighs> oh well sorry elizabeth thanks it's just wish people in general would have went to go see uh your movie but that's okay there's i think i think the real snub is probably knives out you know what like and to see that in there yeah and i was actually going back and forth with myself saying i'm like okay it can either be honey boy or knives out I would personally out of this list, I would probably take out the Irishman and put Honey Boy and also put Knives Out on this list because I just don't care too much for the Irishman. I thought it was very good, but it's definitely not one of my favorite Scorsese films. But I don't know what uh what were your thoughts about this uh, category? It's pretty stacked and it's gonna be very hard to choose which one's going to win. Uh but I'd be pretty happy with almost any of them winning, to be honest. Honestly, yeah, I'm I'm pretty much right there with you, man. I mean, honest, like I said, I mean, if the Irishman ends up winning, that's cool. Um, it probably probably would be the uh, least of my favorites to uh, you know win in this best picture. But um, yeah, I would be happy with any of these. I mean, if Parasite ends up winning, I'm just gonna be like thrown away, like wow. But I don't know. I'm I'm pulling for a lot of these and. I mean, kind of want Little Women, low-key, really want Marriage Story or like Jojo Rabbit or Once Upon a Time in Hollywood as well. And if Jojo uh, Rabbit wins, I will be so happy. Yeah, honestly, I think that would, I, I think, what, what do you think would be a bigger win, Parasite or Jojo Rabbit? Either one. Either one? I would be ecstatic with either one. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people on Twitter are saying, oh, you know, Joker's going to win. And I'm like, and if it does, that's that's fine and dandy. It's a great film. I like it a lot. I don't understand the uh, flack that it's getting because everyone was praising this movie back in October. And now everyone's like, oh, it's just like a carbon copy of Taxi Driver, which is fine. But like at the same time, people need to realize that like older film, like films influence films all the time. Just how games influence other games, books, media in general um, influences other media, music like older music, you know, before our time influences the artists today. So it's like, 
does it really matter honestly like i mean it's, it's a good movie and that, that's all if you don't like it that's to each on their own that's totally fine if you don't like it it's whatever but hey it is what it is but uh let's move on to the next category here which is best director this one caused the most controversy i believe on twitter today so we have bong joon ho for parasite we have sam mendez for 1917 we have quentin tarantino for Once Upon a Time, dot, 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 in Hollywood. We have Martin Scorsese for The Irishman and Todd Phillips for Joker. So, as I was saying, there is, there is a lot of um, controversy with this just because, again, just like the Golden Globe nominations, there are no um, female directors. And there's there, there were a plethora of them this year who've done amazing work and uh, Alma Harrell being one of them and especially Greta Gerwig and um, oh my gosh uh, Lulu Lang was it for uh, uh, The Farewell I can't uh, remember if that was the correct spelling or the, if that was the correct person but um, yeah uh, Devin's any thoughts about this one it's just weird that the best directors and the best pictures aren't like matching up because mm -hmm. if you nominate for best picture you're gonna be a good director and they would have had to have directed it well for it to get a best picture nomination it just feels like all the best picture nominations should also have best director yeah i i would have to agree with that and i've actually been going through this in my head i was i was listening to alana pierce's uh new podcast the uh play watch listen i'm not sure if you've uh listened to it yet or not but i think there's only two episodes out but um one of her uh co-hosts were saying you know when it comes to these awards and obviously he's talking about video games but he kind of transcended into films as well when he was saying that he was like, you know, what 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 does it mean by best picture? Like, what does best director mean exactly? And he kind of actually brought up that point that you had said that, you know, if you know, if, if it's best picture, it wouldn't happen without the director. And so the director and the best pictures are not, you know, uh lining up. So it's just I don't know, man. It's it's very weird. Um I definitely think things need to change. Uh, when it comes to having female directors, because it's like there, there's so many. This it's like not even one could get inside. Like I remember when Greta Gerwig, she was on um, Jimmy Kimmel's show uh, about a week or two ago, right after the Oscars, and she was saying that you know everyone from the Hollywood Foreign Press Association for the Golden Glo Golden Globes were saying, oh, you know, like we voted for you, and she's like, but you didn't because my name's not on the nomination list it, and it kind of reminds me of in knives out when um jamie jamie lee curtis's uh character went up to um on uh, a character when they were talking about how um you know when when her uh with her with her father died and they're like oh we wanted you at the funeral like i i was one of the people who did and then she's like really because it didn't really seem like anyone wanted me there but yeah i don't know uh any last uh thoughts about this uh category devin um i'd be happy with most of them winning yeah uh, i'm going for bong though bong hive you're going for bong ho you want to make another bet <laughs> i don't know uh, hey, I mean, I don't know if you, I don't know if you can handle another loss. Wow. Okay. Okay. I mean, I still have to watch um, 
Aquaman there. I'll I'll let you know when I do. I'll, I'll watch it this weekend, uh, regrettably. But um, I don't know. We'll, we'll f- we can figure something out towards the end. I'll I'll brew up something for us. But uh, let's move over to um, best actress, and the nominees are uh, Scarlett Johansson uh, for Marriage Story, Renee Zellweger for Judy, Saoirse Ronan for Little Women, uh, Charlize Theron for Bombshell, and Cynthia Ervo for Harriet. Now, this one I had a little bit of issue with. Uh, personally, I don't think Cynthia Erbo deserves to be in Best Actress. I think it should be Lupita Nyong'o, uh, to be completely honest with you. Um, I never saw Judy, so I can't really make a comment there. I hear Trillies uh, is really good in Bombshell. I have yet to see it. Um, still trying to catch up on a few other, like, end of the year ni- uh, of 2019 films there but I don't know what are your thoughts about this category man well surprisingly enough I've only seen one of these movies so I don't really have too much <laughs> to add here <laughs> That's I, I, oh I thought you saw Bombshell no not yet oh uh, well it's alright I do agree that Lupita should have been nominated for us it's just kind of hard because the movie came out in February so it's kind of a, a long distance in between it is a long distance, but I keep seeing people saying that on Twitter. But it's like if it's an if she got nominated for she was nominated for uh, the Music City Film Critics Association here in town and a few other um, film critic uh, awards as well. So it's like I mean if they can remember her performance, definitely the awards um, or the Academy, excuse me, should be able to remember her performance as well. It's like if if everyone else can remember it, there, there's no reason why they shouldn't. But because it's like honestly, like, and yeah, like it did come out early in the year, but like Harriet didn't necessarily break any numbers, wasn't really talked by anyone. I went to go see it, like it was okay. Honestly, if it wasn't for um, Cynthia in this movie, I didn't really care for any of the other characters. It was she was she was pretty much carrying that entire movie on her back by herself. But I don't know. It is what it is. Uh, wish things were different, but um, that's life. Yes. So uh, let's move on to Best Actor. So the nominees are Leonardo DiCaprio for Once Upon a Time, dot, 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 in Hollywood. We have Adam Driver for Marriage Story. We have Joaquin Phoenix for Joker. And we have Antonio Banderas for Pain and Glory and Jonathan Price for The Two Popes. So... I was actually kind of surprised by a few. I've never seen Pan and Glory yet, and I haven't seen The Two Popes yet, but uh, uh, who do you think is going to take it home, Devin? It has to be Joaquin. I said it for the Golden Globes. I'm saying it again. It has to be. <laughs> what if Adam Driver wins? Yeah, it's just not going to happen. It's just not going to happen? Oh, man. Uh-oh. Yeah, I, and, and as much as I want Leo to win this, I don't think that he will just because, I mean, Yes, like Leo is a phenomenal actor. We all know this, but obviously with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, with the dynamic between him and Cliff, but obviously Cliff was more of the favorite um, of that movie. Then you have Adam Driver and uh, Joaquin. Um, I haven't seen Pain and Glory. I heard Antonio Banderas is great in that, but this is something I haven't seen yet. Haven't watched the two popes yet either, but um, I would have to agree. I, I think it's going to be between the driver and the Phoenix, to be completely honest. But uh, like I said, Marriage Story didn't really win anything during, um, you know, the Golden Globes. But that was kind of like, I mean, they won a few things. I mean, Laura Dern won. Um, but 
you know, it wasn't even put in for, um, my gosh, there was a few things. It, or, I mean, even um, um, Noah Baumbach wasn't even, uh, you know, for director. He wasn't even nominated for the Oscars and, you know, in our podcast here. So it's, um, I don't know, man, it's weird stuff. But I'm going to, like, as much as I want Adam Driver to win, I feel like it's going to be Joaquin Phoenix, and I'm totally fine with that because he did a great job. Yeah, even with all the complaints people have about Joker nowadays, like it's so crazy, isn't it? Like it's just out I, I of nowhere. I Eleven is a lot of nominations, but for this one specifically, you you have to respect Joaquin and what he did for that performance. Even, yeah, you can just tell all his peers respect it, and they can just tell how much he put into it. Yeah, and usually when, and, and you know, not to discredit anyone else, but you know, when Joaquin gets into a role, he really, you know, he really finds himself, and he. I, I, I don't know. Um, do you uh, wish anyone else is in here besides, um, you know, anyone from Two Pups or, you know, if you wanted to swap, if you were to swap out one nomination, who would it be for? Um, I was thinking Knives Out. Taron Edgerton, definitely. Yeah, oh my gosh, I almost forgot about that. Yeah, nowhere to be found, by the way. And I was like, okay, something's really messed up here because you have freaking Rami Malek who just lip syncs the entire time and he gets all these Oscars and all these awards last year. And then Taron, like, sings his ass off. Excuse me, like, pardon my French, but it's like... In, in a better movie. Yeah, in, in a way better movie. And it's like, this is Elton John. Like, yeah, it, it's Queen. We all love Queen. But, like, it's... I, I don't know. That 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 was a big snub. I wish he would have been in this. I would have... I, I probably would have taken out Jonathan Price and put in Taron uh, for that because he, he's, he's just getting snubbed and he, he needs he needs that recognition. But anyway, let's move on to uh, supporting actress. So we have uh, Lauren Dern for Marriage Story, Margot Robbie for Bombshell, Kathy Bates for Richard Jewell, Florence Pugh for Little Women, and Scarlett Johansson for Jojo Rabbit. So, wow. This is actually pretty stacked. Um, again, I haven't seen bombshell i'm assuming you haven't seen richard jewel <laughs> no, no at plan all on it i don't plan on it either buddy trust me and not 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 at all um right now i'm going for florence Pugh all the way i know we haven't seen you haven't seen little women yet but i am full frontal just i i'm very excited full frontal oh wow i'm down <laughs> Just, just, I'm just salt now. <laughs> but anyway, you get my point. I'm, I'm, I'm all for her. Um, I would say uh, Scarlett Johansson would be my second choice, and then Margot Robbie. Uh, Lauren Dern did a great job. Again, I feel like there are a few other supporting actresses that would have done a little bit better, um, aka the grandmother in uh, The Farewell. Um, I probably would have taken her out for Kathy Bates, to be completely honest. But that's just me. I don't know. What about you? I'm all in on Scarjo here. Oh man, she, you want to make a bet? So much. She added so much to that movie. Okay, okay. I, I, th I think it's her best performance of the year. You think Marriage Story is, but I think JoJo is her best performance. Well, like it's it's so t it's so tough because I love them both, but I think it's just I really admire that you know she is the lead in Marriage Story and she does give it her all. I think it's mainly just because she was going through a divorce at the time of this. Um, you know, when when they were shooting Marriage Story, but 
And, and it sucks because I haven't seen JoJo. Like, I've seen Marriage Story twice. I saw it, like, way back in the Nashville Film Festival. And then I saw it when it finally hit Netflix again. But I need to see JoJo Rabbit again. And, yeah. like, like I really do. And there's so many of these. Like, I want to see Little Women again. It's just, you know, we're, we're trying to, you know, move on to the new year, review new things. So I might just wait to rewatch a lot of these when they hit home video on Blu-ray. So... I don't know. Yeah, I'm going Florence. You're going Scarlett Johansson. So uh, we'll definitely have to figure out some kind of bet wager there to uh, make it a little bit more interesting. But let's move on to supporting actors. So we have uh, Al P uh, Pacino for uh, The Irishman. We have Joe Pesci for The Irishman as well. We have Brad Pitt, a.k.a. Cliff Booth for Once Upon a Time, dot, 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 in Hollywood. We have Tom Hanks for A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. And we have Anthony Hopkins for The Two Popes. What are your thoughts? I'm, I'm getting tired of seeing the two popes. <laughs> I am I'm, too. I'm never, I'm never gonna watch that movie. It's not interesting. I want to just to see what all this hype is because it's. But it's like even with the Irishman, I'm kind of tired of seeing the Irishman as well. Like I want other films to have their time in the spotlight. Like part of, part of me just thinks Netflix just spent a lot of money and got all their movies nominated. Yeah, all I was actually listening. Movies. Yeah, I was listening to the Next Best Picture podcast, and they were uh, this one guy was saying, "Oh, you know, Netflix, you can't buy awards." I'm like, "Well, I don't." And like, part of me believes it's that, but the other part of me believes that you know they actually just want to make really good movies because when it comes to their TV shows, Netflix is a very reliable uh, streaming service. But you know, their TV shows are really great. You know, they throw a lot of things at the wall to see what sticks. We all know this. But, you know, their their films have been a little lackluster, but they have been making really good films. The Irishman is a good film, but it's a bit too long for me. It's a bit too long for a lot of people. I don't think a lot of people are going to go to the theater to watch a three and a half hour movie that has no anything backing it. You know, if like if if Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker was three and a half hours long, count me in. Avengers Endgame, obviously three hours, count me in. But with just like a, a random standalone story, I, I just don't think it can happen. But who, who do you think is going to uh, take this one home? But on the flip side for the Netflix thing, uh, No Love for Dolomite is Yeah, and No Love for Honey Boy. Again, where's Noah Jupe? Where is um, Shia LaBeouf? I'm very confused about this. It's, I, I don't know. It's very uh, unfortunate. But... Um, who, who do you think would take? I think, I think I'm, st I'm sticking with Brad Pitt for this one, just like the Globes. I am too. He's just so solid. Oh yeah, and his acceptance speech was like amazing too. I loved it. Loved every second of it. But uh, yeah, let's move on here to best adapt adapted screenplay. We have The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Little Women, The Two Popes, and Joker. So I think for this. I'm torn. I'm torn between Jojo Rabbit, Little Women, and The Joker. I think I'm going to go between Jojo Rabbit and Little Women because with Little Women, yes, it has been. Um, there's been multiple versions of it throughout the years, but this is the first version that Greta Gerwig. She really does something different with the characters, especially Florence Pugh's character. With Amy, she's normally just known as the bratty sister, um, especially in the book and, and in the other adaptations, but she really twists this, uh, this story and really makes it her own, and I think she did a great job with it. I had no clue that Jojo Rabbit was adapted from something else, but I think it's from a book, but that yeah, it's, it's actually surprising it is from a book. 
Yeah. That uh, Taika Waititi, I think his mom suggested him to read it, and then he fell in love and made a movie about it. Yeah. So those will be my top two. Um, I think, I think I want Little Women to win. Just it's because kind of it's kind of weird that Joker's here because obviously it's like yeah loosely loosely about like certain comics but it's just kind of like everything put together and also takes a lot of liberty yeah yeah i i I agree there's not one comic that it's based off of even even that it's like i mean like endgame's not even in here which is weird to me at least because that was that that's you know obviously but i don't know i mean it is what it is but uh so you think uh jojo rabbit's gonna take him home or Joker, uh, or yeah, I'll go with Jojo Rabbit. Okay, I'll go with Little Women for that one. Um, so let's move on to best original screenplay. We have Marriage Story, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I forgot the dot dot dot. That's okay. Um, <laughs> Parasite, Knives Out in 1917. Automatically, I think what I'm going to do, I'm going to go with. I might go with Parasite. What about you? I told you before. I thought it was weird that 1917 is in here because. First of all, there's just not a lot of dialogue in the movie, so it didn't require too much screenplay writing. But also, it wasn't very original. Like, pretty sure it was just a story that Sam Mendes' uh, grandpa told him at some point. Yeah. I think it was really that original of a story. Yeah, and I, I agree. I don't see why 1917 is in here, because it's not very dialogue-based. So, you know, why? Like, why is it here? I don't know. But, but I think I'm, I really want Parasite to win. Um, but I have a feeling Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is going to win. Yeah, I would definitely agree with you there. Um, you know, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, it's been, it's been sweeping up. I mean, so is Joker. But I really want to show some love for Knives Out here, to be honest. All right, so let's move on to our... Uh, I think this is going to be the last um, nominate or category that we go over. And if there's anything else we want to you know, touch on, we can do that. So this last one we're going to go over is going to be Best Cinematography. And that's going to um, include, excuse me, uh, 1917, Once Upon a Time, dot, 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 in Hollywood, The Irishman, Joker, and The Lighthouse. What? Holy crap. Um, yeah, first time the lighthouse has come up. I know, right? That's insane. Honestly, the cinematography was very good in the lighthouse. Um, I would say for this, it's probably going to go to 1917. I yeah, would say that's it's my choice. Yeah, I would say it's between that and the lighthouse. Um, I know that the, the lighthouse was shot four by three, so it's you know it looks like a standard you know box TV. It's not shot in sixteen by nine, which is a you know a wide White, uh, the size of a widescreen TV or any uh, full HD picture nowadays. Um, but I will say the cinematography in that movie was fantastic. But I do think it's going to go to 1917 just for and, the... Uh, and we, we will be talking about 1917 a little more in a, in a few minutes here. But, yeah, um, yeah, we're going to be doing think, a little separate uh, uh, podcast thing for that. So that'll be pretty cool. I think uh, this one yeah, has to go to 1917. Freaky Deaky, Roger Deakins. <laughs> the greatest cinematographer of all time so yeah i agree i mean it, it was a breathtaking film you know and that i think that's what really drew me in uh to the film uh not so much the story but we'll get into that later uh, so was there any others you wanted to uh talk about really quick uh before we just uh wrap this up and uh watch some uh lsu football 
<laughs> no Frozen 2 is pretty weird. Yeah, for um, best animated feature. Yeah, Missing I Link. Didn't, I didn't love Frozen 2, but I think it should have been nominated. I agree. I've never heard of I Lost My Body. Apparently, it's on Amazon Video. It's either on Amazon Video or Netflix. Uh, one of my friends over at the uh, Music City Driving podcast was talking about it to me, and he's like, "Oh, you gotta watch it." I watched it. I thought it was good. I liked it a lot, but I don't know. I really hope uh, either Klaus or How to Train Your Dragon Hidden World uh, takes its one home. Anything but Missing Link, please. But, I mean, I don't know. What about you? Um, Toy Story 4, I guess. It's the only one I've seen. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, Klaus is on Netflix. Which it, it's all hand-drawn animation, so... Honestly, I, I'm I'm gonna go with Klaus um, over all the others, but yeah. So I guess we'll just uh, end it here for the uh, Oscar nomination reactions, our reactions at least. Um, there are a few other, obviously, uh, other categories here, but we gotta go watch some football, and we still have to review our 1917 review for you guys. So we're gonna do that really quick. So. Um, thank you everyone for listening again you can uh, listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play Stitcher and Anchor that was Christian, my name is Devin you can also find us on Twitter and Instagram at Film Optics Optics is spelled O-P-T-I-X and we'll just see you guys in the next one peace